Hello everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Brew with Memory. And it's been a while since we haven't done a um, kind of brewing recommendation uh, podcast. And that's because uh, we are sourcing quite a lot of coffees right now. And uh, we're planning some very exciting stuff for um, this uh, year and those upcoming months. So stay tuned for even more content and a podcast. And here... Uh, I want to introduce you to uh, our new uh, limited coffee from Rwanda, uh, from the uh, region of Mahembe. It's the Murundo uh, processing station. And here we have a very unique uh, coffee um, from Rwanda and a very unique also coffee in general uh, that I, I love to, um, to drink and also to introduce. You see, uh, coffee... Uh, was originated from Ethiopia, from an African land. And through trades, it ended up in Indonesia, then um, uh, the Bourbon Island, then Central America, Caribbean Islands, South America. And that's where Arabica, or the Landros variety, first turned into a Tipica, and then into a Bourbon variety uh, that spread all over almost Central America. And what is interesting here in Rwanda is that we have a bourbon variety. So the majority of uh, Rwandan coffees are bourbons. Mostly uh, not coming necessarily from Central America, but because the bourbon was initiated in the Bourbon Island, or the Reunion Island today, which is very close to Africa, it, uh, it apparently spread um, in southern, uh, southern Africa. So here, uh, what is very exciting is to have a bourbon genetics in an African soil. The African soil, mostly uh, kind of known for uh, those fruity and floral fruits. And here we have a very um, nice round and sweet bourbon tree. So the mix of both gives you a really nice and interesting complexity. So that's the first very exciting thing about this coffee. Uh, here we have uh, a, um, a processing station that um, employs sort of 400 families that sell the cherries to the processing stations. And uh, the, uh, the elevation is about uh, 1,700, 1,800 meters above sea level. So we are quite high elevation, not as high as, as those very high Ethiopian coffees, but still in the higher uh, range. And um, it is a triple washed process. So what does it mean? First of all, whenever they receive the cherries, they um, put the cherries into a flotation tank. The flotation tank job is just to um, separate the cherries by density, meaning that the higher density ones fall on the bottom and the lower density ones, which are usually immature or have some kind of defects, will float in the bottom and they remove those ones and process it maybe for a local market or for other use and they take the bottom ones and uh depulp it and then do a fermentation a water fermentation and after that they do another soaking uh and that's why we call it the uh the the triple rush because you, you use water three times in the process before uh, drying it in uh, raised beds uh, for, uh, for this case. Between 
10 and 15 days. Every, every lot will be a little bit different based on the moisture level. And that's what also I like is to work with um, processing stations that use data as a sign of indication and of doneness. Uh, that's for the drying. Of course, there's also the cupping, but to, um, to kind of back up the cupping, you need some, 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 some feedback, some strong data. Same thing when we cup coffee as a roaster, well, we look at our data in the roasting curve. That's the same case uh, on, in, in a processing station. And uh, to brew this coffee, I really uh, like to uh, use, it, use a pour-over. And that's really to highlight the complexity. Because you are going to have on one hand a very honey brown sugar character. That, I guess, coming from that bourbon um, variety. And on the other end, a really uh, orangey uh, kind of tea, mostly black tea. Um, taste that's mostly coming from the soil and obviously the, the, the washing, uh, the, the, the processing, which is the triple wash uh, in this case. And so in this cup, you will mostly find honey, dried fruit, and some kind of orange citrus fruit and black tea on the finish. So uh, quite high in the sweetness, um, quite medium in the acidity. A very syrupy body is not going to be a light body uh, here. We are going to have a notch higher than the, the, the Ethiopians that we have, for example. Um, and the aftertaste will be slightly shorter, uh, slightly, I won't say drier, but almost like a black tea uh, finish. Very clean, but short. So, how to brew those and uh, so as i said i like using pour-over in this case and go for something quite quick usually my go-to is, is is 20 grams 300 grams out uh, of water in three minutes that's kind of easy to understand and it creates a really balanced cup here i i kind of want to emphasize a little, bit, a little bit more that complexity. So we are going to increase our, uh, decrease our ratio. So using 18 grams for 300 instead of 20 grams. So using 18 grams for 300 grams is going to extract more uh, of that coffee. However, we are going uh, to use a slightly coarser grind size and try to end the brew in two minutes and 45 seconds up to three minutes and let's not let's try not to go over three minutes and here's why in order to pour 300 grams on an, on an 18 grams dose under three minutes with coarser grind size you need to use several pours you see if you do a core a kind of medium coarse uh, or coarser than usual um, grind size and do only one, two or two pours, you are going to end this brew in a, a minute 30 or two minutes. In order to still extract enough of this coffee, we are going to go through five pours. So the bloom plus four. And uh, we are going to divide basically those 300 grams into, uh, into five pours of 60 grams. And uh, almost Think, think, think of it almost as a uh, uh, five, five blooms, sort of. 60 grams, 60 grams, 60 grams, 60 grams, and 60 grams. Uh, so very, uh, very square. 
And uh, for each pore, um, we are going to pour normally from the center to the outer and come back to the center. So try to do for each pore, like at a half, 30 grams circular and 30 grams just um, in the center. The first half of each pour, those, those third, third 30 grams, will help kind of distribute the water evenly. And the second one will just help to add weight into your pour. You see, the more you add water, the more you have uh, a weight of water, the slurry, that pushes towards the, um, the, um, the grounds. And you'll see that some, some people, and sometimes I even manage to even have a flatbed. You see those very popular flatbed that we want with, with slow swirling at the end? You'll get it without even any swirl. Because here we have to be careful about um, agitation. Because we are going to pour five times, every pour is, is going to, to agitate the, uh, the coffee bed. And especially when you pour, try to, to be from the most aggressive to the least, least aggressive. The bloom, I always try to kind of make sure I'm quite kind of aggressive and pour very, really, really fast my first 60 grams. And as you do the second, third, fourth, and fifth pour, be a little more gentle. And that way you won't overextract uh, your coffee. Because the challenge here is that with too much agitation and with coarser grind, the fines, because every grinder produces fines, um, will find a way, an easier way to get through the bottom and create clogging. So if you have some clogging issues at the end of your, um, you know, of your brew and you're already quite coarse, don't go coarser. Uh, try to be a little bit more gentle. Uh, for the water temperature, we are using uh, 202, 203 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So about like 93, 94, uh, I think, uh, degrees Celsius. And uh, so that's basically sort of classic because whenever you are going to pour, you are going to lose a little bit of this, uh, this weight. And it, here it's, 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 it's good if you have um, those temperature kettles where between each pour, it can maintain uh, the temperature. That way you won't lose uh, your, um, your heat and you will still um, brew at a correct temperature and extract at a correct um, pace. And uh, you'll end up with a very interesting and complex cup, which I suggest you to consume within 10, 15 minutes. And you'll see how that cups opens up. You'll start noticing a lot of uh, brown sugar, honey, and really sweet uh, flavors. And slowly we'll go towards more dried fruits, more um, black tea, and then orange, where you'll end, you'll end up at the end with a really um, well brighter and really fruity and sweet cup of coffee. So it's a really complex cup that I, uh, that I enjoy. And um, very nice to have it uh, with uh, different foods, such as um, gingerbread or, or biscotti, if you are having a dessert with the cheese, it pairs extremely well with Swiss cheese and brie. 
Uh, for fruits, uh, you can try it with grapes and figs. The figs, the sweetness of the figs and this, this jamminess really pairs well with the honey taste of, um, of that coffee. For fish, it's interesting, but trust me, if you can try it, it's salmon. Uh, salmon pairs well with uh, coffee. Salmon and coffee has a, a lot of similarities in, uh, in the molecular structure, or should I say in aromatic compounds that contributes to the salmon taste and the coffee taste. And with this coffee particularly, it, it pairs very well. And uh, uh, breakfast, uh, well, you can have it with avocados or, or peanut butter if you're more in a sweetie, sweeter size. And those will also have a nice pairing, uh, both in the texture and uh, in the taste. It's, um, it's a little bit easier to pair this coffee uh, with food rather than uh, Ethiopians, which are a little bit um, juicier. Because when it's a little juicier, it's, uh, you have to make sure that the texture also pairs. With this one, which is a little bit jammier, um, you have no big trouble pairing, uh, pairing this coffee. So, to sum it up, we have a, a triple washed coffee from Rwanda, uh, which is a bourbon uh, varietal here. And uh, at quite high elevation, triple wash, so floration, fermentation, and soaking. And, uh, and for the pouring uh, suggestion, I, uh, I suggest to use 18 grams in, 300 grams of water at 202 to 3 degrees Fahrenheit, and using five pours of 60 grams each, 30 grams circular, and 30 grams in the center to end hopefully below three minutes. In order to do so, you need to maybe go one or two notch um, coarser than your usual 20 grams, 300 grams in three minutes. And uh, let this coffee cool down for just another two minutes before enjoying the aroma and the taste for the next 15 minutes uh, where you'll see that it will change at every single sip. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed this coffee. Give it a, give it a try. Uh, um, it's available at several shops where we supply coffee, but also online. And see you next time.